Yo, yo, you know what's the word. Get your lighters and your papers because we about to smoke some herb. Welcome back, everybody. It's your boy, Buddha Brad, the lyrical analyst inspired by cannabis, and you're tuned into Earbuds. This week, I'm talking about an icon. I'm talking about a legend. I'm talking about one of the sickest female MCs to bless the mic. I'm talking about Miss Lauren Hill and her song, Doo-Wop. The Miseducation of Lauren Hill was actually Lauren Hill's debut album. She was part of the Fugees, and this was her solo project. A lot of you might remember her from this song. Strumming my pain with his fingers Singing my life with his words Killing me softly with his song Killing me softly with his song Telling my whole life with his words Killing me softly Man, when this song came out, it broke records and won so many awards. It won two Grammys, and when it came to the US Billboard Hot 100, in the entire history of that chart, this song was the first debut single to debut at number one on the chart, and it was the first female MC to do so. This song and this album have so much history, it's crazy. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised that one day a movie is made about it. But I'll get more into that later. So anyways, if you haven't done this week's homework yet, pause the show right now, go down to the description, and listen to Doo-Wop by Lauren Hill. Me and the rest of the class will be waiting for you. Perfect, just in time. You know what we gotta do. Can you guys please do me a favor and join me for one of the holiest of holiest rituals that we have here at Earbuds? Can you guys please join me for this chronic break? Let's set it off. Girls, you know you better. Watch out. Some guys, some guys are only about. So I really like this song. I mean, I really love conscious rap. Conscious rap is just raw, it's straightforward, it's uplifting, but it gives you a reality check. So now this being a conscious rap song from the 90s, I mean, it's got a different feel than what you would hear nowadays. Because I mean, those conscious songs in the 90s had certain themes. They're all about black empowerment and uplifting yourself. But in the 90s, it was a little bit more spiritual. It was a little bit more Afrocentric in the sense of that it was trying to get back to their heritage, their roots. 
So as I'm starting to dissect this song, you're going to hear pro-blackness and you're going to hear some preaching, like some spirituality. But that's who Miss Lauren Hill was and that's who she is, right? She is a religious person. So what's the premise of this song? You remember last week's episode, I said I like different raps for different reasons. I like those OG style raps where it's an older individual passing on knowledge to the younger ones. Well, this is that type of song. Miss Lauren Hill is keeping her younger brothers and sisters in check and she's doing it with a raw, straightforward message. Verse number one is dedicated to the ladies. She's smacking them around the sense of like, yo, don't be a hypocrite. You want to be a certain type of woman, but you're not acting like that. And verse number two is dedicated for the guys. She's slapping these guys pretty much in the head and being like, yo, you think you're a man? But what do you measure yourself against? But anyways, we're going to dissect all that as I go through the song. So let's get into some lyrics. So I'm going to talk about the first verse first. The line I want to talk about goes, plus when you give it up so easy, you ain't even fooling him. If you did it then, you'd probably fuck again. Talking out your neck, saying you're a Christian, a Muslim, sleeping with a jinn, now that was a sin that did Jezebel in. Who you gonna tell when the repercussions spin? So what does this line mean? So first, I'm gonna actually explain to you what a jinn is. For those of you that don't know, in the Islamic religion, a jinn is a spirit. It's able to take on a human form and they get a lot of enjoyment out of tormenting humans. Another word for jinn is a genie. Yeah, a motherfucking genie, like from Aladdin, like this dude. So this line can work on multiple levels. On the first level, it sounds like Miss Lauren Hill is saying, Girls, you guys claim to be good girls, you guys claim to be religious girls, but you guys are dabbling around with these figurative evil spirits, right? Like you doing things that you guys know aren't good for you and that are just going to bring you misery. This line is similar to other phrases we've heard, like doing dirt, you're not actually doing dirt, and getting in bed with the devil, you're not physically getting in bed with the devil. But if we peel back the layer one more time, it also sounds like Miss Lauren Hill is saying that you're physically sleeping with an evil spirit. She's saying, come on girls, think about it, you're going around town fucking dudes that don't care about you, like these are foul bad individuals. They're gangbangers, they're trappers, they have a bunch of baby mamas, and they don't give a fuck about you. So why are you sleeping around with them? Some of these guys love playing mind games, and they get their jollies off of making you miserable. So why, why the hell are you fucking around with them? And then why, on top of that, do you get upset when you know they're not going to call you back, and then they don't call you back? That's just some savage truth from Miss Lauren Hill. So the second line I want to talk about has more to do with black pride, your black image, and trying to keep things within the black community. The line goes, look at where you be in. Hair weaves like European, fake nails done by Koreans. Again. 
So Miss Lauren Hill is calling out these girls that try to live up to the Western standard of beauty. She's saying that you guys are abandoning your nappy hair, your naturally thick hair, and you're putting in extensions. You're putting in weaves to look like a European person or a white person. Now, there are black leaders that would consider this, quote unquote, the slave mind, the slave mentality. Now, not slave in the traditional sense, as in like having a master or having an owner, more so oppressing yourself, feeling like the way you look naturally isn't worth looking like, that you should aim to look like something else, something outside of your race. Now, the nails done by Korean portion has to do with the economics of where you live. A lot of times, these nail salons that these women go to, the people that own them don't live in your community. So what Miss Lauren Hill is saying is that not only are you changing the way you look to look like a different standard, you're going to these shops that aren't contributing to your community. The money doesn't come back around. She's saying that you should focus on yourself because you're beautiful as you are. And if you're going to spend money, spend it within your community. It's only going to help your own area. Don't give money to someone else. Now, the second verse is dedicated to the men. You know, the ones more concerned with his rims and his tims than his women. Miss Lauren Hill is calling these guys out, saying that, yo, you think you're men? You guys think that you guys are some tough shit, but your values are completely wrong. So the line goes, the pretty face men claiming they did a bid men need to take care of they three or four kids and they face a court case when the child support late. Money taking and heartbreaking. Now you wonder why women hate men. So Lauren Hill is talking to these guys, these guys that got three or four kids, you know, but they're still at the club spending money, money that you don't really have because they're still living in their mom's basement. Or they're guys that are claiming to be men, like they're street thugs, they're hard, they're gangster. But she's saying, What's your measuring stick? Like, what are you defining as a man? You're still a child because you refuse to take on this responsibility. You're just going around knocking up girls, but you're not claiming any of them. So what are you? And then you fuck these women over in the sense you're not paying them. You're not in the picture. And then later on, you complain, oh, like, why do all these women hate men? Well, it's because of you, you idiot. That's why. Okay, guys, let's get into some fun facts. I really like this portion because it gives me a chance to kind of go through the song and highlight some words or maybe some pop culture references or some jargon that you guys may not know. So it's really fun for me too because I get to do the research on it. So I want to first talk about the intro. What is Lauren Hill saying? Yo, remember yeah. back on the bully when cats used to harmonize like... <laughs> yo, yo. My men and my women, don't forget about the day. This is not the most decaying, yo. So what do these words mean? So deen is an Arabic term and it's common in Islam. It means a way of life that is pleasing to God. And surat al-mustaqim in Arabic means the straight path. So Lauren Hill is saying, my men and my women, don't forget the deen, the way of living life that's pleasing to God. Surat al-mustaqim, stay on the straight path. The second fun fact is actually jargon that she uses at the beginning of the second verse. Don't care who they offend, pop in Yang. Well, popping Yang just means talking trash. These guys are in a club. They don't care who the fuck they're pissing off, you know? They could be talking shit to the manager. They could be mean mugging some guys across the bar. 
Well, you could say some inappropriate things to girls, and they don't care. Alright guys, so let me talk about this fucking song and this album in general. So back in the first verse, you know when she's talking to the women? There's a line. Now Lauren is only human. Don't think I haven't been through the same predicament. And boy, what a fucking predicament it was. There was so much drama, this thing could have been a fucking soap opera. So for those of you that don't know, Lauren Hill and Wycliffe Jean were lovers. Like they were sleeping together way before Wycliffe got married and they continued on after. Wycliffe wasn't good to her emotionally. Like he was kind of emotionally tormenting her. So when Lauren Hill first started talking about doing an album, Wycliffe really didn't pay her any mind. Obviously this hurt her because she loved Wycliffe, but even just as a bandmate, you know, you want support from your peers. Lauren Hill was approached many times to do commercials, and the agents just wanted her. But she said no, if the rest of the Fugees aren't doing it, I'm not doing it either. When Wycliffe worked on his solo project, she supported him, and she expected the same back. Anyways, Wycliffe eventually came around and decided, yo, I'm going to produce your whole album. But at that point, it was too late. So Lauren Hill had a mission. She wanted her album to be far more successful than Wycliffe's and to have far more hits. While working on this album, Lauren Hill met Rohan Marley, Bob Marley's son. She started seeing him and then shortly after got pregnant. Now during her pregnancy, there was a lot of tension because people weren't sure, is this Wycliffe's baby or is this Rohan's? Anyways, the baby was born, and it ended up being Rohan's baby. Lauren hoped that the baby was Wycliffe's because then it would have forced his hand and he would have had to be with her. But that's not what happened. So in the line, now Lauren is only human, don't think I haven't been through the same predicament. Clearly she has, and she's talking from experience. Now this isn't the first time Lauren Hill has made reference to Wycliffe on this album. She actually has a diss track for him. And that song is called Lost Ones. It's funny how money changes situation. Miscommunication lead to complication. My emancipation don't put your equation. I was on the humble you on every station. Someone play young Lauren like she done. But remember not to game the one of the sun. Everything you did has already been done. I know all the tricks from bricks to kings down. My ting done major king down. Anyways guys, that's it for this week. I really hope you guys enjoyed it and that you guys learned something cool and you guys learned something new. As always, I appreciate the feedback you guys are giving me and I appreciate the support. Keep the requests coming. I'm going to be building a catalog of them and I'm going to try to get through all of them. I'm hoping you guys can do me a personal favor. If you guys like my show, can you guys please subscribe to my YouTube channel and follow me on Spotify. And also, can you guys please share it and get the word out there. So next week's song is actually a personal favorite of mine. And it's one of the reasons why I started fucking with this artist in the first place. I'm going to discuss my boy Logic and the song is Walk On By. Anyways, enjoy the rest of your smoke. I'm your boy, Buddha Brad, the lyrical analyst inspired by cannabis. And you guys were tuned into Earbuds. Peace. Is it still, is it gone? Yeah, yeah. Alright. So we're going to do this one for like the Rat Pack and shit. Is it recording? All right, for the real hip-hop motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, shout out to Bobby, my engineer. It's a nice night in L.A. We recording this mixtape and shit, working on an album at the same time, you know what I'm saying? Visionary, boy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, we gon' do it for 9-6. Yeah, we gon' do it for
Who would have thought that painting pictures about 